Hello, everybody. Welcome back to A Space for Soul. Um, we are here to share with you um, a little bit about a new friend that we've made, Jacina Almond. Um, we were referred to her by Jess Campbell about In the Boons, um, a consultant for nonprofits. And she brought Jacina um, to our attention um, to share the amazing things that she's doing. And we actually were already following her nonprofit called Tender Foundation. Um, because it was something that we came across online and really um, thought that it was something that we have a passion for and wanted to learn more about. And when Jess introduced us, we thought it would be perfect to have Jacina on. Um, so Tender is a um, foundation that's committed to being really a safe haven for mothers of Atlanta. Um, so they focus on um, moms on the margin who are of low income um, and they are looking to um, make a difference in these mothers' lives. Um, so really, we thought that it would be awesome to have her come on and um, just talk about what she's doing in the community. She's a single mother herself. She had her daughter um, at 21, and she's been navigating these waters alone and wanted to uh, make sure that women who are in her same shoes are getting the essentials they need, the diapers, the wipes, um, you know, the things that they need on a day-to-day -day basis that they don't always have access to. And so we're excited to share with her, with you today, her story, um, and let you just kind of get to know Jacina. She is a beautiful soul, and um, we were blessed to have her on um, our episode. Oh my gosh! And this woman is like rocking our world. We literally, before we started recording this, we're talking about like how is this woman 24 and doing the things she's doing. She is so smart. You, I mean, and so she talks about her vision for the future in the podcast and it like gave me chills. I mean, I, I literally yeah. just divinely knew this woman is going to do something big and she is going to do everything she mentioned on our podcast and more. Um, and just really, really excited to have her on to talk through um, just the challenges for, mm -hmm. for women and especially women of color that are, um, you know, really needing different things um, to raise their children and the support, how hard it is to get support um, and how she's changing that. So we can not give too many more spoilers, um, but no. really want you to tune in to Miss Jacina um, and just everything that she shares. But major girl crushing over here, definitely obsessed. Her daughter's adorable, um, and she's yeah. doing some oh, really, so really great things. I know. Well, let's bring her on. Hey, I'm Heather. And I'm Brooke. We're two mompreneurs and friends for almost 10 years who've watched each other go from single AF to married with child. Soon to be children. Tune in every Wednesday to hear us and our lovely guests dish about motherhood, entrepreneurship, relationships, and tips on how we try to balance it all. We're ready to let it all hang out. Yes, all of it. The pretty. The messy. The too tight for our skinny jeans. If only for a good therapeutic laugh or cry. Hashtag real talk. Welcome to A Space for Soul. We're excited to share ours with you. Okay, hello, Jacina. Welcome to Space for Soul. We're so happy to have you with us today. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys for having me and giving me this space to share. So I'm really excited. 
Absolutely. We are over the moon to have been introduced to you by our dear friend, Jess Campbell of Out in the Boon. Um, I know you work with her on, from her nonprofit consultancy and um, getting that intro has just been awesome. We've actually followed um, your business tender for a while now on Instagram. So to have that connection, um, like a, a, a real friend that knows you, it was so exciting. Right. Yeah, Jess is amazing. She's definitely like whips me into shape. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I would do without her. So yeah, I'm definitely. I know, she's so great. Well, and we're trying to figure out how to get her on the podcast at some point. So um, I'm just so glad that we got the intro through her. Um, but we are just so ready to soak up all the amazingness you have to share with us today. Um, you have such an incredible background and you are just kicking butt as a mama and a nonprofit business owner. And we just know that our audience is going to love hearing from you and hearing what you're doing. You're making such an impact in the community. Um, and we're just in awe of what you're doing. So we would love to let you kind of take the floor and um, talk to us a bit about you, your background, um, how Tender came to life, and really your journey along the way. Okay, amazing. So um, yeah, I'm Jacina. I have a three-year-old. Her name is Six. She's three, going on 13. <laughs> um, there's a <laughs> bunch of personalities squished into that little body. Um, so I was 21 when she was born, and so it's taken me a little bit to figure out what I really wanted to do, and I've been growing right up alongside her. Um, and originally, the idea behind Tender was for it to be a subscription box service tailored to each trimester of pregnancy. So at the beginning of um, each trimester, first through fourth, mamas would receive a box of like elevated self-care tools, think body butters, teas, tonics, um, birth plan templates, stuff like that. And the premise was for that every box we sold, we would provide a box of essentials to the underserved families in our city. And so I pretty much pretty much brought that idea right like, to launch and that we have inventory, we have a website and et cetera. And I would just always make excuses as to why I wasn't ready. Friends would ask work would ask um and i really like i had to get real with myself and i had an epiphany and i was like i don't care about selling anything <laughs> i more so was concerned about like the service aspect about the boxes that we were going to provide on the ground to families that needed them and so i decided to pivot and that's how tender as you know it now was born um so tender we are the Tender Foundation. We are committed to empowering all moms by making essentials accessible. We do this through our family stabilization program. The program provides emergency financial assistance with rents um, and utilities, um, grocery store gift cards. Empowerment is a key point for us. So we love any chance we get to put the choices into our mom's hands and allow them to shop for their families and choose what they want or what they need is really important to us. We also provide other necessities like diapers and wipes, formula. We, our community donates clothes, diapers. So what, as if we have a need for it, we um, definitely like just try to distribute it throughout to our moms. Um, and we always try to do this work with like a lot of heart and a little hassle. 
Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes us different from a lot of traditional like direct assistance programs. There's a lot of barriers to getting help. Um, when I was researching about kind of how to do a nonprofit and how to structure it, I was getting frustrated myself. It was like programs or agencies only accept in-person appointments on certain days, or you have to call on the second Tuesday of the month at noon to apply. Or um, in Atlanta, there's something called the coordinated entry system to even get help from certain programs or agencies throughout the city. And so that was frustrating for me as I was just researching. So I like imagine that you're in crisis mode and you're trying to figure out how you're going to keep your kids housed, like calling on the second Tuesday of the month, isn't going to help or does having to choose to miss a day of work to go apply for assistance that doesn't help. And, or even just what about the families that don't have transportation, you know? So those are the things that were maddening for me. And, Um, having to navigate through all those hurdles, it was, it was discouraging to me and I wasn't even in the place of needing help. So when I thought of like, imagine what I wanted Tender to be, I wanted Tender to be accessible and straightforward and shame-free. So yeah, that's a little bit like about me and us and what we do. Mm. I love so many words that you just used. Um, I mean, that you're all about empowerment, um, you know, a little bit of hassle, shame-free. I mean, in a world where digital is is full of judgment, um, the last thing you want when you're asking for help is to feel like you're going to get that as well. Um, Exactly. So beautiful how you've tried to really just make it a place that is what you wanted it to be about, which is help. Um, And I'd love for you to take us through the tender process um, and get, you know, just into the details of how, how does this work for someone? What do they do? Um, Because we know it's so unique um, and Mm -hmm. we just kind of really want to be able to educate ourselves and our audience um, around that. And we know that this is a widespread issue around the nation of, um, you know, moms needing help. So we'd love to just get into like, um, like I said, more of the details a little bit. Right. So Our process is like very intentionally super simple. Um, Moms apply, they hear back from us within 48 hours. We then award assistance. We pay rent and utilities directly to those third parties. Um, And then once their immediate needs are met and they're out of what we call crisis mode, we try to connect them with other resources, programs, workforce development, childcare subsidies, any resource that we hear about and we're like, oh, this, this could help, this could do, be something for our moms. Um, we try to connect them with that um, to kind of just help along this journey to reaching sustainable financial independence. Um, and our moms tend to find us through like word of mouth, referrals from uh, other direct assistants or um, agencies. And then since most of our Um, requests are for rent assistance, I end up meeting like a lot of property managers and they've also been a source of referrals too. Um, So just really like the community groundwork is kind of how our moms end up hearing about us. And our even like eligibility is super straightforward. You have to 
be a mom, um, provide your ID, provide proof of re residence, and proof of financial need. And that's like a government benefit assistance letter, a referral letter, a past due bill. We want it to be super simple um, for our moms, and we want it to feel like uh, safe and it's easy for them to get help. They don't have to prove anything to us, you know? So, yeah, that's um, great. And any mom that is already receiving like any type of government assistance, they those mamas are um, automatically eligible as well. Um, so that's really like our process from application to endpoint. Super simple. That's amazing. And, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because it's like you're already in a hard, tough spot. Like, why make something more difficult? And like you mentioned before, going through some of the traditional social service organizations, like it isn't as simple and straightforward and rarely ever is um, when it should be to get help, you know? Um, so I think that's amazing what you're doing. I can only imagine, you know, 2020 has been a wild one for <laughs> many people across the nation, um, across the world really. But, um, you know, today's obviously an especially difficult time for our economy and households and um, those who are, you know, being put out of work and uh, don't have childcare available for their kiddos. How has this um, impacted um, your members? Like, or has your membership gone up? Um, you know, I don't know what you what you call them, but have you gotten a ton more traffic um, to your organization? How has that really um, been impacted by um, the state of our world right now? Yeah, so it's definitely like so, so tough right now. Um, to kind of put it into perspective, um, everybody, there's like this widespread study that um, has shown that only like 40% of Americans would struggle to come up with four, with just $400 to cover an unexpected bill. So now imagine that, to me, that's like across so many different like socioeconomic groups of people, Mm -hmm. We don't have enough in savings to cover a pandemic, let alone the $400 like unexpected bill. Imagine now how many of us don't have enough resources to just deal with this pandemic. So many of our moms, they are living pay to, paycheck to paycheck. You know, they're stuck in that cycle of low wage jobs. Um, and then so to lose that, it's devastating for our families like your whole existence is then threatened. How will we eat? How will the baby have diapers? Where will we live? Will our lights be on tomorrow? Will our water be on tomorrow? These are like the issues that our moms are battling as well as trying to just stay safe from COVID. Um, and the unemployment system is super difficult to navigate. I've, we've, I've been watching tutorials, friends have been calling other friends for help, you know? So I, yeah. again, that's another, like, we've seen moms um, being denied or having to wait on appeals to go through. And then what about the families that don't have like reliable access to internet, you know? Um, how then right. do you apply for unemployment during the pandemic? <laughs> It's like all of these issues pop up that unless they aren't really in your face, it's you kind of are oblivious to it, you know, mm -hmm. but, and so it's definitely been tough. Um, and next week in Atlanta, um, the eviction freeze is supposed to be lifted here. 
And so we're right now trying to make sure we're prepared and making sure that we can support our moms and prevent their families from being displaced. Because we've definitely had um, an uptick in requests um, just because like this is so unexpected. Nobody was prepared for it. So when you are living paycheck to paycheck, it's something like this is literally devastating. Oh, absolutely. And I think too, another thing that not a lot of people are talking about is like, I'm not only being, you know, out of work, um, but also those who do have low wage jobs that are actually still working, but they're being right. exposed. Um, you know, they're right. basically on the front line. So their chances of getting COVID and then their chances of dying from COVID and be infecting the family, like is obviously exactly. so, so huge. Um, exactly. So I think it's something that like, you, like you said, if you're not exposed to it, you may not know what's going on. Um, even just from what you think should be simple of applying for, um, <laughs> for help, you know, yeah. should be something that's yeah. easy, but it isn't um, for so many. Exactly. Yeah. So you know, we're trying to do our best to kind of like stand in the gap and do what we can do to stop like some of these evictions and stop some of these yeah. utility disconnections and stuff. Um, so yeah, we're just trying to be here and be a resource and be like Absolutely. a village for our moms. I love that being a village because we all know it takes a village. Exactly. <laughs> None of exactly. us can do this alone. Um, <laughs> no matter what situation we're in, everybody, you know, needs help um, to some degree. Um, but I think, uh, you know, one of the things we would love to hear from you is just to talk to us a little bit about like some of your favorite stories. So you, mm -hmm. I can imagine you get close to um, some of the women that you're working with, uh, fellow mamas, you, you know, you're a peer to them. Um, and can you share with us a little bit about some of your favorite stories um, within the tender community? Yeah, absolutely. So um, we just had a blog post go out about one of our moms that I really love. And like we text and stuff all the time. Um, and, but then there's another mom that I really love. Um, and I think her story is, it's kind of, explains what we do super well. Um, and her name's Charlotte and she has a son. Um, and Charlotte was in this sort of like transitional period. She had just gotten a new job. She was able to like secure new housing, but it was difficult to come up with that lump sum of like the security deposit on top of first month's rent needed to move in. Um, and so she applied to tender and typically we only do like, um, rent assistance for, you know, if you're past due, if you're facing eviction. Um, but this mom, Charlotte, she just needed to move in, you know, and it was, that is another barrier that a lot of us, we don't consider is these, um, to even getting into housing is you need so much money to even move in. Mm -hmm. And when you are, um, when you don't have savings, that's hard. How do you come up with two thousand three thousand dollars to move in so she applied and we were able to cover her first month rent and charlotte covered the security deposit so then she was able to be housed you know they were able to move in and they were able to get settled and enjoy that fresh start and she could focus on starting her new job and without that help then her job would have been in jeopardy you know because if she has nowhere to live how can she right, go to work cycle Right. So exactly. So then she's, you're back in that vicious cycle, just trying your hardest to catch up. Um, and I think 
that shows like the impact that we have. Um, the family was able to get stabilized and that's our goal. We want our moms to be able to focus on what's important, you know, their babies. Um, so that is kind of, I think, a really one of my favorite stories that kind of highlights what we do and why we do it. Um, so yeah, and it's always important to us that, like I said, a lot of heart, a little hassle. So whenever I hear like, oh, this is so quick and this is easy and you guys are so kind, like that's what I'm working for. And that's, I hope that is for the length of our organization. I hope those things never change. Mm. So yeah. So going back to kind of, um, and I'm just kind of processing all this too, as you're saying everything and just digesting and mm -hmm. there's so much um, that you're seeing. And I just, I can't imagine, um, you know, being in that position. I just love again, that you've made this such a, a safe, comforting, easy process for these women, because, you know, when you're trying to take care of a baby, the last thing you want to be worrying about is, is some of these, these major things. Um, but I'd love to know, um, in case there's anyone listening that might be thinking about going into the nonprofit space as well, um, yeah. what are some of the biggest learnings you've had? I know you talked about just learning about the nuances of even starting it. Um, right. But as you've kind of kicked off your own nonprofit, what have you learned um, and what is, you know, something that you're most proud of? Um, so definitely, I guess this could be for any business, but especially in like the nonprofit sector, organization is vital. Um, everything from like client management um, to donor management and then organization as far as like having your data and being able to like conceptualize that data and turn it into storytelling and be able to say, these are our numbers and really the numbers mean this, like this is our impact, you know? And by being organized and on top of it, it makes all of the difference. Um, and I'm still learning that. That's because it's just me, <laughs> so it's hard to kind of do it all, but that is being organized is literally the most important thing for me. And also um, figuring out ways to like automate things. The sooner that you can automate tasks, the easier your life will be. Um, so you're not having to do X, Y, and Z every single day. Um, so yeah, organization and automation Auto, automation. I'm, I'm gonna butcher. Yeah, I'm gonna butcher this word. Like, I'm like automation. Not even gonna attempt to say it. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's where Jess are, is so key. I mean, she's such a badass. It, yeah, space. yeah, she's, yeah. She's out of control. Exactly. Like Brooke said in the beginning, if anyone's on here um, that needs some help in that space. Um, I just, I love that. And that's true. I feel like that's true with any business too. Like you really need to be organized yeah. and streamlined as much as you can, especially as a solo exactly. entrepreneur, like whatever you can do and not have to do it is great. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> um, exactly. So what are you most excited for about the future of Tender? I know, you know, you're still in your infancy and evolving rapidly. So I'd love to kind of hear a little bit about what's next. Um, I definitely, I would love to do more, like, of course. Um, like I said, like, right now, we really, we just stand in the gap, and we provide, like, this direct financial assistance, and I would love to expand our support into more of, like, a holistic program where we're helping with, like, 
personal well-being and like workforce and education development along with the direct financial assistance um that's definitely like my dream goal i would love to do something um definitely just more like holistic to where we're um addressing issues as like the whole person um and because I, I think that would have a greater impact you know mm -hmm. so something like that and i would love to figure out like a, our own type of like affordable housing program or something because that is, um, especially in our city, um, a huge, huge issue for like, I think it's for every hundred low income families in Atlanta, there's only 25 affordable housing units. Um, yeah, so it's like a crisis here. And so I would love to do something in that area for sure. Mm, Jason, you're um, giving me chills. I love <laughs> like I want that for you right now. That sounds so incredible. And yeah. I love that you're thinking about the mama as a whole, because there's so much around, you know, postpartum care and just right. mental health and physical wellness. Um, exactly that is so missed in the market and just not taken care of. And, you know, especially when you, when you are month to month, you're, the last thing you're doing is giving yourself budget for an adjustment or supplements or a therapist, right. you know, like those right. things aren't accessible. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's incredible. Um, and really, really exciting. I love, I just love your heart. I love where you're, where you're Thank at. You. It's so beautiful. Thank and, you. Um, you know, you, I, I think you're going to get all those things. It sounds like you've got, you know, a lot of determination to get it done. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. I mean, as moms, we know that like the first thing that we neglect is ourselves. So mm -hmm. that's why I'm like, I just want to take care of all the moms. <laughs> uh, you're so sweet. And I love your sweet voice too. <laughs> I'm, I'm a voice person we because I have like the laziest voice. <laughs> <laughs> we were having this conversation before we started um, yeah. before you hopped on I was like my dog's trainer even told me she's like you're so soft-spoken but of course the dog's not gonna listen to you <laughs> like, <laughs> I know I can't help it oh it's so good so good um so speaking of being a mama your little girl six is adorable um the picture you put up recently of her in her little white outfit with the cowboy boots was like yes. to die for I'm like <laughs> Our sons would love playing with her. Um, so she's three. How do you, mm -hmm. I mean, we have a lot of mamas on here who are juggling, um, obviously now with the change and having kids at home with no childcare and I'm um, trying to like run a business and then also be full-time mama. Um, how do right. you find your rhythm? Um, you know, obviously it's a lot on you to be doing um, solo and also running your business solo. Um, so how do you make it work? Do you have any like tips and secrets for us that we've never heard of? Because <laughs> we're looking for them all. <laughs> Searching high and low for some help. Um, yeah, I honestly, I don't think I have any secrets. Um, as we've kind of been like quarantined and we've been staying home, I have implemented like some a Waldorfish type, um, like a daily schedule for us. Um, mm -hmm. And by having this, schedule that's visible um it kind of it holds us accountable you know and I can say well right now it's circle time with six so I know I have like five emails to get to but this is this is where I have to be present at and I think that's important yeah. um 
because a lot of times I know personally I'll be working and she'll need me and she'll like, you know, as children, they want you a hundred percent. They demand you're all there for them and that's what they deserve. So she like is demanding that I give her my hundred percent and I'm getting frustrated because I can't. So by having the schedule, it's, it helps us. I can be like, this is her time right now. And then, you know, nap time, I have this time to work. Um, I think you really just like learn as you go and you realize that you have to carve out the space and you have to be intentional about it. But for me, that looks like getting up earlier and going to sleep later. Um, but also like giving yourself like some grace, like it's okay to talk work aside for a few hours to be present. Um, learning to say no to things. I think that was, that's something I still struggle with is because I want to say yes to everything, but being able to like honor yourself and say, no, I, I don't have the capacity for that right now and not feeling bad about it or guilty about it, I think is really important. Um, yeah, just like not being too hard on yourself when you're doing your best. You have to be able to like give yourself some grace. Everybody's just doing their best, even if the best is like, I'm just going to watch Netflix all day with the baby and watch it. Like, you know, like, yeah, that's, that's totally. all I can give you today. So. Yeah, no, I know. And that is enough. You're right. It's like recognizing that, like, all they need is really your love. And um, you, you know, like, as you said, you had her at such a young age and you were able to, um, like, work this side hustle and, you know, really make it into your passion into something that is now your full-time business. Um, do you have any, like words for some of the single mamas who are trying to juggle it all and also pursuing their own dreams. Like they have dreams of starting a business, but you know, are obviously in some hardship as well. Yeah. Um, I guess like just remembering like you're only one person, you know, like be gentle with yourself. A lot of times, especially with social media, um, we can compare ourselves. And I know for me, it's like mom, Instagram is like so beautiful and blah 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 and so a lot of times you're like well this is how it should be and it's not um you're only one person Mm -hmm. you know like be gentle with yourself and I think it's like recognizing also like it's okay to be angry about not having that support of that partner like day to day you know um and honoring that anger and but also like keep going in spite of that let that be your motivation um and just doing what you can do every day. Uh, whatever you can't do today, put it on the to-do list for tomorrow. That's, that's how I've like managed to juggle it all. Is like, you have to be flexible and shift and be adaptable. Um, and yeah, I think it's okay to kind of let yourself sit in some of that anger and like use that as a motivating force. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that's, that's what I would say I love to that. another single mom. And that's such yeah. a great point that I think a lot of us is like not allowing us to really sit in that anger or sadness or the different right. negative things. Because to your point, we see on social media, oh, you know, Sally Joe over here has it all together. She's baking. Right. She has a full-time business right. and she doesn't have help, have any childcare, you know. So I think that is super important is to like let your emotions sit and um but like you said like make sure you're doing something even if it's just like sending off one email like just to make those steps towards um your dream um, so exactly. thank you for sharing that i think that you know impacts a lot of um our listeners yeah and the, the saying no i mean um 
and, and not comparing two or just two that really resonated with me. Cause like, you know, it was so funny, Brigitte, just saying like, just send that one email. I was like, how could we just send one email? Like I already like just now have right. like, a panic attack, but it's so true. <laughs> like, why are we racing at this astronomical, uh, I don't even know if that's the right word. Cause I can't think anymore, but, um, like this rapid, <laughs> pace, light. you know? Yeah. Thank you. Right. I'm like, I just want to be an astronaut. Um, no, like, but this pace, it's so unreal. Like it's not normal. And, um, you know, we've talked a lot about in our podcast of, you know, we, we worked at a level of hustle when we were before we were moms and now that's just not logical anymore. So I right. love you saying that of just doing one thing and every, every little inch is progress and you're going to get there and you don't have to get there tomorrow just because the person that you're seeing on Instagram already has it. Um, you know, and, and the no factor I think is so hard for me. Um, so I love that reminder because you can't do it all and, and there, it's just not all going to fit in anymore. So you have to say no to certain things and be okay with that. And, um, COVID's kind of taught, I think us that a little bit of learning to do less. Um, and I really hope that when our world fully opens back up, we're not all just rushing to do more again. And we really do take that space and time um, and we feel you on the three-year-olds, JC and I, we both have three-year-olds and I feel sometimes a little bit more magical. Yeah. Um, Vaughn is equally amazing, but whew, that kid is full of emotions like his mama. And, yeah. uh, he, he gives me a run. Aiden works me with the like conversation though. He'll, he'll be like, okay, let's do it this way. I'm like, you just turned like the whole situation back on me. Like how did this happen? <laughs> You're like, what is that strategy? I know. Mom's just like screams. It's like yelling. We have been utilizing our cozy corner for sure. Yeah, cozy corner. And we work through our emotions. Oh my gosh, definitely. We've been taking a lot of breaks. I'm like, oh, you're yelling at me. That makes me think you need a break. I don't know if you've read uh, the book Raising Lions, but I'm, my husband and I are like knee deep in it. We're like, okay, this is working. Like, we don't know what else to do, but it's working. Right. Oh man. And then I the next week they, they're all perfect. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, wait, what just happened? Like we were I'm just like, working through something and now this week you're good. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. It's like hot mess express. And then they're like angels, you know? And you're like, I, like you said, you're like, I, I don't understand what just happened. Cause I didn't change anything. And now you're perfect. <laughs> I, they need to make the wonder weeks app for toddlers. Like no, why hasn't that happened yet? They do. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do that. need some insight about what's going on in like the doctor's world. <laughs> yeah. All I can tell you, Jason, is I've heard, yeah, I've heard three to five is is actually the like terrible twos phase, but it lasts for two whole years versus two yeah. is actually as bad as everyone coined it. So there was some, there was some fake news going on. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, at, oh. least, at least I'm like a half a year through it. That's all I'm going to yeah. keep reminding myself. We have a year yeah. and a half to go. <laughs> One step at a time. I love it. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, we know um, our listeners are eager to find out more and we're eager to find out more how um, we can get involved, you know, as individuals or as businesses. So um, tell us a little bit about that side of it. Um, you know, what can people do? Okay. Yeah. Um, actually, we're launching like our first official campaign in early August um, and we're launching as like a peer-to-peer -peer fundraising campaign. So that actually means that folks can sign up and fundraise on our behalf. You'll sign up, you'll create like your cute fundraiser page, you'll get like a fundraising toolkit and then you just start raising money for us. Um, our goal is to raise 
$20,000 in two weeks so we can assist 100 moms in our first year. Um, so we definitely need everybody's help with that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's amazing. Yeah. And also, like, we've had so many, like, creative and entrepreneurial women come up with ways to support us through, like, they're already the businesses that they have through like donating a percentage of sales of bakers have created uh, like a pastry box to sell. So we're always open to hearing any ideas for like those type of partnerships. I love like also being able to partner with other women in business. Um, so yeah. And then like easy ways, like low lift without donating, um, ways to get involved is like signing up for our newsletter um, via our website, reading and sharing our blog posts. Um, we'll be, we just launched our blog and that it will serve as like a resource for all of, all of our village. Um, it will be advocate for the issues that we believe in, sharing stories um, from our moms and from our supporters and like sharing our impact. Um, and then also just following us on social media is always great because then our work's in front of you and you're always reminded of what we're doing. Um, so yeah, those are like a bunch of ways everybody can get involved. Yeah. And easy ways too. I think when people think about like giving back or, you know, donating or volunteering, um, like you said, it doesn't have to be a huge undertaking, even just like sharing what you're doing yeah. and it's going to expose it to more people. So I love that you, you know, keeping it simple all around. I like your style. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> So with you personally, um, I'm sure there's people that are moved to want to connect with you, um, either, you know, just learning more about Tender, learning more about you, and um, where can people find you online to connect with you um, and learn more? Okay. Um, I'm on Instagram. It's just at Jaycino, my first name, J-A-Y-C-I-N-A. Um, and then you can find Tender on Instagram, at Tender. And then our um, website is thetenderfoundation.com and that's kind of that's where we live at online amazing thank awesome. you so thank much you. for coming on jacina i mean i wish we had hours to talk to you like we said your voice is so soothing but you are just <laughs> you know. so smart um you can tell you're so passionate about helping people and that's just you're a total nurturer and i love that six is so lucky to have you as her mama um, and Thank all these women guys. be able to, to help them. Um, I can't wait to see Tender grow and what you're going to do very, very soon. Um, I'll be looking for that ribbon cutting for you with that <laughs> housing unit. I can't wait. Um, you guys are getting an invite. Don't worry. You guys oh, are there. It's happening. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for having me and like for creating this space. Um, it's definitely needed. Moms need moms, and that's yeah, something that we we, we definitely like believe in. So I I'm happy to be here, and I'm happy I got to chat with you guys. Thank you guys so much. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Jacina. Thank you, everyone, for tuning. Thank you for joining a space for soul. If you like what you heard, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. We'll, we'll love, love you forever. forever. For more information on today's topics, the notes from this episode can be found on our website soulspace.co forward slash podcast that's soulspace s-o-l-s-p-a-c-e dot co forward slash podcast you can also find us on instagram at soulspace.co 
Catch us next week at the same place, same time. And as always, feel free to tell a friend. Toodles! Toodles.